with another Monday and another new episode. We're so excited to be talking to you guys all about, you know, some career chats, some productivity, um, all the things, all the things like adulting, I guess we might say. But before we get started, allow us to introduce ourselves. If you are new here, I'm Maddie. I'm Emma. And we are your hosts for the next 45, 60-ish minutes. Yes, so excited. I think today is going to be a really fun chat. I know we span over a ton of different topics, but career chats and productivity are honestly some of the most important things to talk about, especially since our audience is mostly young adults, kind of like we are. Um, We are both college juniors. We will be graduating at some point um, in the next year. It's actually December for me. Which is crazy. Oh my god, like literally this year. I can't even say next year. It's (laughs) this year technically and for maddie it will be um spring of about year. a year yeah. yeah um so things like internships part-time jobs graduating all that stuff is really important um and even if you're not in college or even if you're younger older whatever um productivity is something that we all can benefit from absolutely and we're also going to be chatting a little bit with you guys about the transition back to in person i know emma got her vaccine the first dose this week i did which is so exciting i'm scheduled to get mine next week because colorado is opening them up so hopefully the transition back to normal is coming soon we're super close and yeah we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that and what that means for jobs for school for graduation all that kind of fun stuff I know, like, when our world started being the way it is now, it was such a culture shock, and now going back to how it used to be is going to be another culture shock to kind of reverse everything. I know I was, I scheduled for classes for next semester, my freaking last semester of college, my last registration ever, but I register um, in a few days, and I was, like, looking at my schedule, and everything's in person, and I'm used to being, like, I'm just used to having so much freedom being like, oh, it's going to be online and blah, blah, blah. But now it's like I'm having a full in-person schedule, which is crazy. But um, I am vaccinated or, you know, halfway vaccinated now. I got the Pfizer vaccine. And I don't know if you guys have had it, if you're interested in getting it. But um, I am a public health student. I'm not a health professional, but vaccines are super, super safe. You should definitely go get it. Protect yourself. Protect others. Um, So we can kind of get our world back on the road it should be on and I'm actually I'm having no side effects either so um I know people have some mild like chills or maybe fatigue and stuff from the vaccine but I'm I'm chilling and not chilling in the bad way in a good way (laughs) exactly no I feel like it's really good I feel like um Obviously, it's your comfort level and do what's best for you, but if you are eligible and you are able to physically, um, you know, that's one step closer back to being in person and back to our world returning to normal. But without harping too much on that, we did want to chat with you guys um, about this year and about this upcoming spring season because, you know, spring comes around and people are outside, they're going on picnics, they're going on bike rides, they're hanging out, going to the pool, maybe like going to a couple darties here and there. Um, But also like, oh yeah, yes. (laughs) But also spring is the season of graduation for a lot of people. A lot of people graduate in May and June. Um, A lot of people are applying for part-time jobs or even full-time jobs over the summer or post-graduation. I know that I right now have an internship locked down and so um, we're going to chat with you guys a little bit about that. But also, I mean, I wanted to include part of this in the quote-unquote what's right category um just because I know one of my best friends is a senior and she is graduating 
um, this quarter, which is so insane to me. And I... I know, we're so old. Oh my god, I'm like, okay, craziness. But I've talked to her a lot about, like, kind of what her next steps are, and not in the way of, like, so, what are you doing after college? But, like, I think that it's very different for everyone, and so I wanted to kind of touch on that, because sometimes there's this overwhelming pressure to, okay, like, are you getting a job right after graduation? Or is your job paying this amount? Or what are the qualifications that you need for it? Or what should I have done differently to maybe be at a different point? Um, And so we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that too. But first comes to, um, first, we are going to talk about our personal tips from for securing a part-time job or an internship. Um, both of us do have part-time jobs slash have had part-time jobs in the past. Like I said, I have an internship over the summer that I want to chat with you guys about. And so we just wanted to give you guys our insight on it. Yes, yes. I, I know I'm still kind of working through my summer plans and it is stressful. There's just a world of opportunities, but at the same time, it feels so hard to kind of, you know, grasp onto those opportunities and actually find what fits for you. So we really think that um, just a few helpful but easy tips to kind of guide yourself in the right path if you are someone looking for a part-time job or a full job, internship, things that are going or things you can utilize to set you on that right path. Definitely. My first thing that I wanted to kind of chat with you guys about, it's something that I didn't really start utilizing until last year, and that is LinkedIn. I feel like LinkedIn is kind of the future of where you're going to be hired, where you're going to be scouted, all that kind of stuff. Um, So obviously keep your LinkedIn updated. If you guys don't know what LinkedIn is, it's a social media platform um, specifically for kind of building your resume and your career and so people are able to see you if they're interested in you for hiring purposes um but one of the biggest things that I've kind of noticed I've had a LinkedIn I think since senior year of high school and I never went on it absolutely never um it intimidated me I didn't want to do anything wrong I didn't want to put things on there that were kind of weird because it's interesting because on social media like for example on Instagram you might post a story of you and your girls having a night out like grabbing a glass of wine you're obviously not going to post that on your LinkedIn so it's kind of that (laughs) fine line of like it's a social media but you don't want to share so much about your personal life yeah so I feel like for me personally I erred on the side originally of very cautious and I was like okay I'm just not going to post anything I'm not going to do anything I realized this past year if you are active on LinkedIn it makes the biggest difference Um, like things, reposting things, message people, don't be afraid to reach out to people that you know, maybe from a friend of a friend or whatever, and send them a little message and say, hey, I would love to connect. I'm interested in um, XYZ that you do, and I just want to see a little bit more of what it means to be in this position. And it shouldn't just be a digital version of your resume, but instead a way of future employers to see what you're passionate about. And that's something that, I mean, I have our podcast on our LinkedIn, and so it's really interesting because- Yeah, it's just, it's fun because now people who are interested in me are like, oh, she has a podcast, maybe I'll go listen to it and have that direct correlation. But I have friends who repost things. Um, I mean, you could do the political route if you want, if you're going to repost things from like CNN or Fox News. Um, You can go in terms of if there's someone that you're really proud of that maybe is your best friend from high school and she did a really cool accomplishment. People are able to see more of a well-rounded version of you when you're using LinkedIn and actually actively using it yeah for sure I've I was kind of the same way I was steering more away of like okay just gonna put the bare minimum kind of throw in a few accomplishments and a few jobs that I've had and then just never touch it again kind yeah. of just, yeah very much like just posting my resume in a social media format and moving along but it definitely is a um 
it's a really, really good outlet to connect with people. I actually had someone reach out through LinkedIn about a possible position for like a part-time job this summer, um, which was really cool. And I am a public health student, so that doesn't necessarily go along with, or like on a base level, you don't think about, you know, podcasting with public health or marketing with public health or any sort of social media outreach but on my LinkedIn profile you know instead of just being like public health undergraduate student at the University of South Carolina I have like my um I have everything that I'm involved in like I'm a media chair for this club that I'm on I'm their exec team I do podcasting I'm involved with these brands and brand deals and so I actually got kind of an offer for um a more social media position, which I think is really cool because if I just left my kind of academic credentials out there, I probably wouldn't have. I don't know. You can just really use it to your advantage. So 100% recommend getting involved on LinkedIn. There's also this thing called Clubhouse. It's kind of a new app that me and Maddie um, are looking to get more into. But right now it's so weird because it's invite only they basically have like a beta version of this app out so it's not open to just go on to you know the apple or the you know the app store and buy it and everyone use it but more and more it's being getting it's getting pushed out so i actually got an invite link the other day to join this app and so if you know anyone that's involved in it I know everyone like now that I'm on it I can invite two more people so I'm gonna invite Maddie so we can do (laughs) podcasting stuff on there um but yeah someone I don't even know that well was just like hey you know I have some invites if you want it I was like honestly great but this is something especially if you're interested in social media or if you're a small business I mean honestly anything um, to look into and trying to get um, an invite to join the app because it's just a ton of like kind of micro influencers, small business owners, people that are experts kind of like in the media world. But I literally before we even started recording someone, um, I got invited to join this call that was about Instagram memes. Like there's literally everything in the world. Um, but it's a really cool platform where you can actually audio chat with people from different professions and from different expertises or you can host a chat of your own like me and Maddie might do one yeah um, regarding productivity like we did on this episode but um that's also a really great way to network yourself so I just wanted to throw that out there it's called Clubhouse I haven't messed I haven't messed with it too much but it definitely seems to be up and coming and it's always good to get your foot in the door with things before they take off super big like you think about the first people that started making videos on Musical.ly and everyone was like oh that's so weird but now Musical.ly is TikTok and these people are so famous like and TikTok some world-renowned thing now so I'm trying to get my foot in the door with Clubhouse you should too but yeah that was a big long rant but use your social media resources because that our world that's just how it works now absolutely and I also this is kind of a little side segment as well but I was listening to a podcast the other day about a girl who um applied to TikTok actually and she wanted to um work for them for their marketing yeah and so when she did her resume and everything she put the entire process on actual TikTok and she promoted it and she did all of this she ended up getting hired because they were like that was the most out-of-the-box way of thinking and that's what we want here at TikTok and like you're literally utilizing our platform to tell us about yourself and like what you're doing and why you want to work here and so I mean that's just one example but definitely use things to um 
your benefit and definitely like utilize the resources that you have, whether that be Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, um, any of the things, definitely connect on that level. And also in terms of utilizing connections, don't just utilize the digital ones. Feel free to reach out to people actually in person. So I know oftentimes I talk to my friends because like I said, we're all kind of at that point where we're looking to get hired or we're trying to figure out what we're doing post-graduation or that kind of thing. And I've had a lot of friends actually be like, I don't want to reach out to this family member. I don't want to reach out to this friend because I feel like they're just handing me the position, which I completely get. I completely understand. But also on the back end of that, not everyone has that resource. So if you have it, don't feel free to or Mm -hmm. don't feel bad about utilizing it. And the other thing is that just because you know someone, it doesn't mean that they're going to give you the job right away. So reaching out to a family friend who maybe works in a field that you're interested in and saying, hey, I'm really interested in this section of your firm or in this specific company. Um, Do you know anyone who can connect me? And then this kind of transitions directly into another tip, but take that and then job shadow them or complete informational interviews with them because the thing is is that if you're constantly trying to secure a job or you're trying to get something out of talking to someone um people sometimes aren't interested so for example if you're going to grab coffee with someone you sit down with them and you talk about yourself and you hear about their life and whatever yada 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 at the end you're like, okay, so is your firm hiring? They're going to be like, oh, wow, okay, so was the past 30 minutes you just trying to get a job with me? Versus if you go sit down and you say, hey, I'm a third-year marketing student or I'm a third-year public health major or whatever, and I'm really interested in this field, can you tell me a little bit more about your position? And more often than not, you'll connect on that level and they'll say, hey, we're not hiring right now, but um, if we are in the future, then here's my card or hey I think you would do really great in this agency like here's their information I'll connect you with this person and it's just all about connections and even if they don't do anything maybe they're like okay great it was nice seeing you thanks for the cup of coffee I'm gonna go yeah if you apply a year later to that firm more often than not they're gonna remember you and be like oh my gosh that was that girl or that was that guy who sat down and was actually interested they weren't trying to get anything out of it they were actually interested Um, And so that can be beneficial later on down the road as well. No, I love that. I think informational interviews are so, so important. And I struggle a lot with that, like, guilt of using connections. And I just have to tell myself, it's not lazy or unproductive or cheating the system to use your connections. Like, nine out of ten times, like, people get jobs through, like, hearing about, oh, you know, this company is good for this I don't know it's just like our whole world is built on connections and for me personally like my dad owns a healthcare company and he does a lot of stuff that I am really really interested in even if my dad wasn't in that field but he is so he like as a business owner he has so many connections to xyz person or oh I know someone in this position in this position who would love to talk to you and part of me is like well like my ego's kind of like well you know I want to make those connections myself and I just need to like and I think we all just need to allow ourselves to utilize um where or utilize like our resources to get where we want to be and that's what my dad um I was talking to him the other day about kind of like the story of how he got to where he is now as a business owner and he was telling me how he wouldn't be where he was today without connections Mm -hmm. and you have once you make that connection it is completely in your hands to run with it and make the most of it but he's like 
someone saw something in me, someone that I knew gave me a chance, and that has been the stepping stone to where I am now. So, he's like, I, in a way, he's like, it's not luck to be smart with your resources. And I was like, I love that because yeah. I kind of find myself in that guilt sometimes. But informational interviews, um, too, if you don't have pre-established connections and something that you're interested in are such a great idea. I told my friend Sam about a month or two ago, she really wanted to um, interview or she wanted to job shadow a speech pathologist because she never has before, but that's kind of what she wants to do. And I told her, I was like, you should do an informational interview. And she was like, what's that? Like, I don't understand. Kind of walked her through the process of it. I was like, just reach out to someone. And now she did her informational interview and got a job shadowing opportunity with the person she had the interview with so she was like thank you so much for like making me aware of that because I didn't even know that was a thing but it really is people love just like genuine human connections and and you know on top of just like sending in a digital resume which is a lot of times what people ask for but going that extra step can do a lot for you yeah absolutely and also the other thing is always handle yourself in a manner um when you're talking to people, maybe not even in a business setting, in a way that you want them to remember you because things always come back around and kind of just to go off on a little bit of a side tangent here. I remember my freshman year, um, I had never heard of core power. And if you guys don't know, um, I've gone through the process teaching yoga, exciting, good stuff. Um, but I had never heard of this company that I now work for. And I never heard of them. And I went to a class with a friend and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Like, I'm really interested in this. And started going back and I started Ubering because I didn't have a car freshman year. Uh So I would Uber to Core Power. And one time I left my phone in the Uber and I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know what to do. I couldn't like track it and see where the guy was. So I ended up using the, um, just a girl who worked at the studio. She was an instructor there. Her phone to call my dad to tell him to track my phone through like my Apple ID and everything so that we could get it back. And this was, I was 18 years old at the time. So this was like three-ish You're, years like, ago. freaking out. Yeah. yeah, I'm freaking out, whatever. And I, this was just like a random girl. I borrowed her phone. Fast forward um, three years later, this girl whose phone I borrowed and who like helped me get my phone back is now my studio manager. And she's now like my boss. That's so And so cool. <laughs> it's really funny, like things come full circle and it's at a completely different studio, completely different thing. And that's just a side tangent. But I've been in so many different situations in my life where you talk to someone and you're like, oh, I ran into this person at dinner or, oh my gosh, this person was sitting next to me at the nail salon or um, this person was my yoga instructor freshman year of college or whatever. And sometimes things circle back. So always handle yourself in a manner that's going to basically reflect like how you actually are um, because you never know who's going to be a future employer. You never know um, who's going to be a co-worker, anything like that. So just remember to handle yourself in a good way, which, you know, is a good reminder for all of us. But kind of moving on to our last thing for securing a part-time job or an internship um, or a full-time job or anything. And this is honestly one of the weirdest things that I think I've ever been told by someone. Um, And my mentor at school here told me this a while ago. And she was like, you need to think of applying for jobs as dating. And I was like, what? And she was like, swipe left, swipe right. Yeah, literally. (laughs) So she was like, you want to have the options. You don't want them to have the options. So if you apply to 30 different places and you get 30 different interviews and you get offered, this is very extreme, obviously, but you get offered 30 different (laughs) jobs. Go off. (laughs) 
snaps to you, girlfriend, because now you are able to choose exactly what you want to do. You never want to be pigeonholed into a point where you're like, oh, well, I have to take this because it was my only offer. So my option. Yeah. apply, apply, apply. Um, think of it as dating because you really do have some options and you want to be able to feel out the different companies, the different cultures. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's no, you're not like cheating on one company because you're applying to another one. Like when you're in the first round of interviews, um, they're just trying to learn about you and you're trying to learn about them. And there's also absolutely nothing wrong with applying to a company and thinking that you really want it and saying, okay, this is for me and going through the first round of interviews and being like, oh, I didn't really vibe with that person who I was interviewing with. And then going to the second round and being like, oh, I don't know. Because even if they offer you the job doesn't mean that you have to accept it. Yeah, no, I agree. I literally um, had this interview set up with a company and then kind of another opportunity came up and I realized like the company I was going to go through the interview with, I didn't want to work for. Basically, I was just like, before I even got to the interview, I did kind of like a phone kind of chat thing and then I was going to have more of a um, professional environment, you know, interview with someone from the company and I emailed them before my interview like a few days before my interview and I just told them straight up I was like hi thank you so much for your time thank you for like this opportunity I unfortunately or not unfortunately but I basically told them I was like I've had another opportunity come up and I don't want to waste you know any time on your hands or my hands um by moving forward with this interview so I'm not going to be I, I just told them like basically I don't need to do that interview because I have another opportunity and that's honestly way better like don't feel guilty and don't trap yourself into doing things you don't want to do because it is your life why would I go through with that interview literally knowing I did not want to work for that company like why would I do that so I just emailed them and I was like hey very respectfully and professionally I have another opportunity this isn't going to work out for me and they were just like, okay, thanks for letting us know. Because they would rather do that than have someone that doesn't even want to work for them. But um, yeah, take your take your chances, apply. Um, you don't want to be trapped into doing something you don't want to do. No, and also with that, like, that kind of just reminded me, because you handled that in a very good way of being like, hey, I'm not interested. The last thing that you want to do is ghost a company. Don't do that. Yeah. It comes across very unprofessional. If you've gone through a couple rounds of interviews, it's totally okay to be like, hey, I'm so sorry, um, I really enjoyed meeting you, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. talking to you, I don't feel as though this will be a good fit at this time, even if you don't even have other options. If you do have other options, there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, I really appreciate all of the time that you've put into the hiring process, um, I actually have decided to accept a job with a different company at this time, so I will not be proceeding with the future steps, or whatever it may be. So just communication at the end of the day is so yes. great because... let them know. <laughs> yes, ghosting a company is just not the way to go. And then one other thing that I was just thinking about randomly... Um, this isn't like a like tip in terms of like specifically for an internship or an interview or anything like that, but yeah. um, something that my parents have been telling me, specifically my dad, since I was maybe four years old, um, is that a person's favorite word is their own name. So use names in a hiring process, in a job interview, um, maybe you're in an internship when you're learning coworkers' names, they're going to remember you even if you don't know them very well if you use their name. So instead of saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much for your time. Emma, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciated this. And then send a follow-up email. Hey, Emma, just wanted to say, like, whatever. And 
really utilizing the person's name because they're going to be like, oh, they actually paid attention. And if it's a hard name, you guys know how to pronounce it. Like, look it up. Ask on the first time. I have been way too guilty of someone telling me their name and me not knowing how to pronounce it and waiting and just hoping they're going to say it again. And then I never get it. There's nothing wrong with if you meet someone and they're like, hi, my name is XYZ. And you're like, hi, I'm so sorry. Like, do you mind pronouncing that one more time for me? I want to make sure that I know how to pronounce it going forward or whatever. And it's, that is so absolutely important. And spelling of names, just utilize names. Names are a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, I've never realized subconsciously how much I care about when, like, I get emails with my names on it. Yeah. Especially, like, let's say a brand, like, because I have a business email, so sometimes I get brand emails that are like, hey, babe, XO, do you work with our company? Or, like, hey, girl, (laughs) or hey, you know. No. (laughs) But if it's like, hey, Emma, I I hope you are well, I'm like, oh, my God, hey, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So, no, I love that. I love that. Um, But we're going to gonna we're gonna um kind of transition into I know we've been talking about so much about being productive getting things done you know how to set yourself up for success which are all super important but we want to kind of talk a little bit um at the end of this episode about productivity guilt because it is really really easy to slap yourself on the foot or get mad at yourself because you are not achieving everything you want to achieve in that exact moment. Um, I found this quote, um, someone basically being like, this is kind of an example of internal thoughts that you might have, being like, you should exercise four times per week, not just jogging though, high intensity interval training, and do intermittent fasting, and drink two gallons of water every day, and don't forget to meditate. If you're not waking up at 4 a.m., you're missing the most productive hours of the day. (laughs) did you watch some television you could have been using that time for reading books like oh my gosh I we just constantly I feel like that's what our minds feel like sometimes it's like oh like you did this well this could have been better or you could have done this instead and literally you just have to allow yourself to breathe you really really do productivity guilt is just that nagging feeling that you should be doing something better or you should be doing everything at once and if you're not you're just some like lazy slacker who's not going to achieve anything not reach your goals but you are allowed to slow down you are allowed to go at your own pace and I think that's something that's really important to talk about is how toxic comparison is because I know I'm in the honors college at my university and literally like nine out of ten people and maybe not just like the people I'm around have an internship lined up or already have a job offer for a year out from now after school and I'm kind of like well shit like I don't like I'm not doing good enough but that's not like what I want that's not my pace I want to graduate and work a little bit and then maybe go travel and that's fine that I'm not starting my life out with a full-time job at 21 because everyone I don't know comparison just really can get so so toxic um and there's just so much pressure I feel like especially in like an academic college environment to be the absolute best achieving the absolute most doing better in comparison to everyone else at all times so you know if you ask someone oh like do you have an internship and they're like no you're gonna be like oh like you don't have why like Like, why don't you have something lined up yet why don't and that's how I feel like people see me they're like oh like what are you doing over the summer I'm like oh I'm like trying to figure it out like I have a few different things that I'm like thinking about doing and it honestly makes me feel kind of insecure sometimes because I'm like I don't have like a definite answer for that but there's no reason to feel that way and that can be applied 
um, literally to anything. Yeah, that I absolutely love that. And guys, funny little story. Um, so when Emma put that quote in our Google Doc and like we kind of read over things, I was reading <laughs> it and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, is she really going to say that? Because I was like, that kind of seems very harsh. Like, you should really exercise four times per week. You should do high. <laughs> and so I texted her and I was like, hey, like, what did you just put in the Google Doc? Oh my God. It seemed like very, I didn't realize like what it was at the time. So now when you just thought, I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Oh my God. I didn't realize that you thought that's what I was saying. Yes. That's what I thought you were saying. So I was like, oh, interesting like thing to talk it's about. Like, yeah, guys, if you're not working, if you're not waking up at 5 a.m., <laughs> you're missing the most productive hours of the day. I no, literally, I'm like, I thought that's what you were saying. And I was like, oh, good God. Like... <laughs> No, I'm, like, satirizing, like, yes, how yes. intense people are and how yes, they don't let themselves absolutely. breathe. It's, like, one of, the, one of the things in this quote that I didn't read, but it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, did you watch some television? You could have been using that time for reading books and not just popular books and novels, though. You should be reading classics. Like, oh, my God, it's just this relentless <laughs> ideology of, like, you could always, it just comes down to the idea that you can always be doing something exactly. better. But you have to, like enjoy your life like you yeah. burn yourself out so fast if you're just like in your own head or let other people get in your head about things you should be doing every hour of the day because oh, that's not what absolutely. we're on this earth for is to just work 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 like you have to incorporate everything yeah and something that I specifically want to talk about is um never be embarrassed to struggle because there's absolutely no shame in working hard to get to where you want to be and persistence at the end of the day is key um I mean I feel like this is something that I really have struggled with in the past is um, with my current position of teaching yoga. I got certified back in 2019, and mm. I was I had to go home. We had to do like this extension program afterwards, so I wasn't able to do that because it was right around Christmas. And I am a college student, so I went home and I saw my family. And one of my good friends, who was also in the training class with me, was able to do that, and she started tra- teaching in January. Well, obviously the pandemic hit March of that same year. And so I'm here I am a full like year and a half later just now starting to teach. And mm. um for a while I was really beating myself up about it because I did an audition and they got back to me and they were like, "Hey, like um we're so sorry, like maybe this needs to be tweaked or this needs to be a little bit better. Um come to one more training session and then re-audition." And so I remember being like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been working at this for so long. So and long. I, all I want to do, I poured my heart and soul into it. And like you said, the comparison is very toxic. And I was looking at my friend who had been teaching and who had been doing this for over a year now. And I was like, I did the same training as her. Like, why am I not at that point? And I was really embarrassed of this struggle. And it wasn't, the thing is, is it wasn't anything I was doing. Like, I did all the exact same training I had practiced just as much like I had done everything that I could and it was just the timeline of my life was a little bit different and I wasn't meant to be teaching at that point in time and I think that it's really important to recognize that like there is no shame in working hard to get to where you want to be at some point like yeah it's nice if you get a job right off the bat if you get an internship right off the bat I've known people who have gone to one job interview they've hit it off it's been perfect they've done an internship with them and then they've gotten a full-time job offer after graduation yeah that's perfect and that is great but that is not everyone's story and it is okay if you have to work a little bit harder and asking for help isn't weak and utilizing your connections isn't weak and rest is productive and rest is needed and it's okay if you feel like you have to prove something and you don't have anything to prove, like 
you don't have anything to prove to yourself. You don't have anything to prove to anyone else. All you have to do is what's best for you. And bad days are normal. Bad weeks are normal. And struggling is a very normal part of life. And so if things don't come easy to you, it's okay because it's that persistence. And one of my favorite things um, that I've ever been told is that, and I think I've said this on the podcast before actually, but, and it really has to do with motivation versus discipline. You want to be a disciplined person. If you have motivation, it's going to ebb and flow. So, for example, if you're really motivated to lose five pounds and so you want to run a mile every single day or whatever it may be, you're going to wake up one morning and you're going to be like, "Uh, I'm not really motivated today. I'm not really feeling it and not do it, which is fine. But if you're disciplined, you're going to say, okay, I really don't want to do it, but I'm going to continue doing it because I know I have to get towards my goal. And if you wake up on those days and you're like, "Ah, I'm really not feeling it, it's okay to rest. And that's productive in and of itself too. And so I feel like really emphasizing that discipline aspect of it, of like you can work hard and be disciplined and have persistence and you will get to exactly where you're meant to be. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, everyone has their own life clock. I know. I've, I feel like I've said that so many times. On the yeah, podcast, it's true really though. Do. Yeah. And it's what I think about I have to remind myself of that all the time because I constantly am comparing myself to also like I don't want to be like everyone struggles because it's really not about other people but at the same time like no one is just or if someone is I really want to talk to them and have them on the podcast um but no one is just like flowing through life with no stress nothing they're concerned about no worries like everyone kind of has something that they're working towards or want to get to or that's kind of beating them up from time to time and that's okay but um you are not alone in that yeah and the other thing is like I'm gonna hit you guys with a really cheesy Pinterest quote in a second um that I really (laughs) do like but the other thing is that surrounding your people or surrounding yourself with people who are going to motivate you who are going to inspire you and who are not going to constantly be like oh you don't have a job lined up oh you're really doing that oh but that actually doesn't pay as much as this does have you considered doing this and like Having that little whisper in your ear all the time can really be draining. Um, so especially at this stage of your life when you're looking for jobs post-graduation or maybe you're not looking for jobs and you're trying to figure things out. Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want to do something else with your life. That's okay as well. And really surrounding yourself with people who inspire you and motivate you is going to be the absolute best thing for you and for your mental health. Um, So my cheesy Pinterest quote for you guys, are you ready, (laughs) is you are the CEO of your life, so hire, fire, and promote accordingly. And I think that that is just tea. I I love that because it's like. I love it too. You don't owe anybody anything and you're doing what's best for you. So if someone's constantly being like, hey, maybe don't do that. Hey, that doesn't pay as well. Hey, are you sure you want to like keep going at this? You've been working at it for so long and clearly it's not getting you anywhere so far. Like. Fired fire and that's so extreme but like (laughs) hire fire and promote accordingly it's your life and you're the ceo of it no i absolutely love that i i do see that on like a little light blue background with some flowers on yeah 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 yeah. maybe a little like (laughs) magnifying glass or something no um i i do love that though because you do have to realize um that your external environment whether you want it to or not or whether you're super strong or not, um, your external environment does really affect you and affects how you think about yourself and about situations. And yeah, I have some friends that, um, and I, I do realize like friends that I'm kind of like iffy with sometimes, I feel like that's really what it comes down to. It's like, you're not like, I don't feel like 
necessarily encouraged or supported in this friendship or I I would feel embarrassed to tell this person that I don't have an internship yet or I'd feel embarrassed to like um you know like and, and you have to realize like how you're being perceived by other people and you, it shouldn't bring you down and if it is it might be time for a little look at the staff list and a little a little <laughs> cut um but we just want to um wrap up this talk about productivity with just four quick tics, tips i'm just going to read through on how to manage productivity guilt we've kind of been talking about what it looks like um how to kind of be okay with feeling that way um but these are some just quick ways to manage it it's just one focus on you it's your life you have to block out that comparison easy as that your life number two you need to outline your daily expectations so you have to realize like what is absolutely necessary for today if you're having a really busy day i know i get into the swing of like I have 20 things on my to-do list, but only two of them I, like, absolutely have to get done. So you have to allow yourself to kind of realize your timelines on those things so you're not burning yourself out. Number three is to keep track of what you achieve. So things you have gotten done, let's say you have a checklist, make sure to check those babies off. Make sure to scratch them off. Make sure to, you know, send that email, um, get that resume submitted, whatever you need to do. It helps you feel organized and it also helps you feel super accomplished and motivated because you have gotten those things done. So remind yourself when you have five things in the future that you haven't done of the five things you have done and that will hopefully encourage you and motivate you to keep going. Um, and number four is just to be aware of the magnitude of your repercussions. A lot of things, and this, this can be a toxic mindset to get in, so don't, you have to think about this in a smart way, but, like, usually things are not that big of a deal. Like, let's say, I I saw, um, somewhere, or I saw when I was, um, kind of looking through some content for this episode, someone being, like, not feeding your dog for, like, four hours versus not feeding him for four days has a lot different repercussions obviously feed your dog you know (laughs) but that dog's gonna be okay and you know you can apply to this like job or this friendship or this relationship like that dog is gonna be okay after four hours maybe a little hungry but he's gonna be fine you're gonna get it done after four days you that dog might be on you might be struggling a little bit more so I think you just have to realize like what is worth your stress, what is worth your time, what is worth your energy, because if things aren't, if you look at hindsight and be like, in two days, is this even going to matter? It's probably not worth the guilt and the stress that you're putting on yourself. No. So that's just kind of some help um, with managing productivity guilt, because it is definitely real. Um, I know it's something that I feel, but um, we just have to all work through it together. Yeah, we really do. And the other thing that we kind of wanted to end with is just there's not a what's right for you after graduation. There's not a right job for you. There's not a right path for you um, based on what society is telling you to do. It's all what is best for you. Um, So replace the word right with the word best. What is going to best suit your right lifestyle? What is going to best propel you towards your future and towards your future goals? That kind of thing. Um, So do what you're able to do and do what you want to do. And I mean, obviously make financially smart decisions, but also don't pursue a career or a job or something um, that you've no interest in just for the money aspect of it it's not worth it and the final thing just to kind of pull everything all back to one thing (laughs) is um when the transition back to normal quote-unquote happens know that it's okay to feel tired after a full day of work it doesn't matter if 
pre-pandemic, you would go to work all day and then go out with friends. And you would wake up at 6 a.m., do a workout class, and then go to work all day and then go out with friends and then just repeat all over again. Guys, we've been in this for over a year now. Our day-to-day lives are so different. It really is kind of going to be a culture shock transitioning back into things. Um, So in that transition back to in person and into having a more busy schedule and everything. I mean, think about March of last year versus March of this past year, how different it was. I know I was going on walks every single day and not doing much of anything. And now I'm working a job. I'm nannying. I have full-time classes. I like have other stuff going on. So it has been a huge adjustment in the past year. So really work on managing that productivity guilt and it's going to be good. It's going to be all good things. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope that we provided you guys with some good tips. Um, we look forward to be back with you guys next Monday. We're hoping to have some guests coming on the show in the upcoming weeks. We just want to split it up, some with us and then some with um, outside guests. Like Emma said, stay tuned. We're going to be hopping on Clubhouse. So if you're on there, we'll be giving you yeah. guys more information um, on our Instagram story as well as in the show notes of upcoming episodes. So that's super exciting. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay hookah. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys.